My name is Lincoln. Thanks for joining me once again. You're listening to That's the Truth. Coming right up is the audio recording of one of our live stream services from the House of God here in Montreal. You can watch the video recording on our Facebook page, Linked with God. That's L-I-N-K-E-D, with God. Or you can head on over to our YouTube channel, That's the Truth. If you have trouble finding that page, go to youtube.com, enter That's the Truth in the search bar, click on the filter button, which you'll see a little lower to the left of the search bar, then click on the channel button where you'll see the Bible icon that identifies our channel, That's the Truth, and that should appear right on top of the list. Click on the Bible icon where you'll then have access to all of our teachings on video. Please share these links with your friends and family so they too can be blessed with the Word of God as you are receiving it right now. This is how you can help me preach the gospel of Christ, salvation for this generation. Well, let's get right to it. Get your Bibles. There's a lot to read because God has a lot to say to us. Directly from the Word of God, you're listening to That's the Truth. Someone can say so glad. So glad. Hallelujah. <laughs> say it with a smile. So glad. so glad. I thank God I'm in to be in a position today where I am glad. Do you know why? Because the Bible says to serve the Lord with gladness. So we ought to be glad. Praise God. I thank God if you're joining with us from wherever you are in province or state or country, wherever you may be, praise God. I trust that even though I can't see it, but by faith, you have a smile. Hallelujah. You're showing your pearly whites, your teeth. Praise God. And with the joy of the Lord, we have or we're going to do what God wants us to do. Praise God. And there's so many things that, tell, that the Bible teaches us to be in to put that puts us in a position to do what we uh, what we can do the way God made us. I know the Bible says to use the organs and the stringed instruments and the symbols and the high sounding symbols, but those are just things. Without a without a soul or a spirit or a being, you know, behind or sit or on the organ or being able to sing or to shout if you're at home clapping your hands. All these things are, um, however, we produce or we, we, we produce unto God glory and praise and honor by using these things. Praise God that we have. The, the Bible says to shout unto him with the voice of triumph. Well, we open up our mouths and we shout. When I think of his goodness, my very soul cries out, hallelujah. Amen. We make, we make some noise. As long as it's a joyful noise. Because the Bible says, make a joyful noise unto the Lord. So I thank God when we look at what, you know, I just quoted a last line, when I think of his goodness, when we look at what Jesus accomplished on the cross and what he has done for you and I, someone say for me, praise God. I thank God today, it's, it becomes pretty simple, I think, I would say to be able to make a joyful noise, to be able to be glad, praise God. Because when we were sinking, now we're on a solid rock. His name is Jesus. When there was a miry pit of sinking sand, of muddy, you know, debris, rolling around with the pigs and eating pig's food. Things have changed today since Jesus has come into my life. Someone say Jesus. And this is what makes all the difference 
Praise God. With our praise, the anointing which we have from the Holy Ghost, this is what makes a difference in our in what we are doing, what we are setting about to do today. Praise God. So you can help by sharing this link. My name is Lincoln. This is a live stream from the house of God here in Montreal, and I welcome every single one of you. And uh, perchance they don't know that we've changed the daylight savings time or whatever, just send, share this link and get it out there so everybody can be on time and with us right now. We're going to pray in a couple of minutes, so it's important that as many people be gathered together in this assembly for when we go to God, that will be a blessing. Praise God to do that. Hallelujah. So let's um, praise God, be able to be the, um, the, 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 the vessel that is honoring God today. I mean, the Bible speaks about a vessel unto honor. Well, if you are that vessel, you, can, you honor God today. Praise God. I'll read a couple of verses from Psalm 55. Verse 16, it says, As for me, amen, that's me. I don't know about you, but I know you got an organ, so you've got a guitar. But as for me, I will call upon God, and the Lord shall save me. Evening, morning, and noon. When you read the next verse, verse 17, I'm reading from Psalm 55, verse 17, and it says, Will I pray and cry aloud, and he shall hear my voice. Praise God. That, that ought to put you in a position. Put your hands up. That ought to put you in a position right now to, as we get ready to pray. As we, we get ready to come to God. Praise God. We've gone through um, another five, six days since the last we met. So another week, another few days at work, another few days at school, or if you're on your spring break, or if you're getting ready for your spring break. Whatever, wherever you are, wherever you may be found, in whatever state I am in, Paul said, I have learned. Amen. I am content. Praise God. So I thank God today with your hands up and like I said, with a smile on your face, with gladness. As the Bible says to serve the Lord with gladness, we are going to serve God this way. This way, Jesus said when you pray, you pray like this, our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. I thank God today that the name above all other names today, praise God. We can say this name not in vain, but in praise, in glory, in honor, in victory. Because we have victory in Jesus. Power in that name, the name that makes demons and devils tremble. I thank God today. That name is my Savior. That name is my Lord. That name is he who maketh intercession for me, for us right now, at your right hand. Lord, I thank God. The Bible says that you, you're, you're, you have a strong hand. Your right hand is strong, Lord. And I thank God, praise God. We, because you love this world, you sent your son. And you made this available. Under any other covenant, this is not the way it was. But under the covenant, the new covenant that which we have, praise God. The New Testament, which is in the blood of your son, Jesus Christ. Uh, knowing that Jesus Christ is your son. And I thank God, amen. It doesn't matter who says what. The gates of hell shall not prevail against us. Uh, as we stand on this rock, which is solid, which is sure, which has been tried. And I thank God today, praise God. One more week. Another day, one more day has gone by. And I thank God, amen, that we can be found gathered together once again. I thank God for every one of my brothers and sisters. If we come together, if we join together with one heart, one mind, one soul, one spirit, one baptism, one way, one truth, one life, which is Jesus Christ. And today, 
as we come together to glorify you in unison. Praise God. Because it's a good thing when the brothers and the sisters dwell in unity. It's a good thing. It's a godly thing. It's a biblical thing. And this is what we are here to do today. Out with the devil. Out with unclean spirits. Uh, out with whatever whatever spirits that come our way with doubt uh, and with darkness. Sowing a discord. But I thank God now in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth that we be of one mind. The mind which was also in Christ Jesus. Uh, a mind which prayed these followers words saying, not my will, but thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven, Lord. This is our prayer today, and I pray that every single person with their hands up, looking up into the hills from whence cometh their help, that we agree. Hallelujah. Praise God. Blessed be his holy name. That there is no division, that there is no doubt, that there is no wandering spirits and no wandering spirits either. In Jesus' name, I rebuke them all. Devil, you're on the, get out in Jesus' name. As we resist you, you flee. If you don't feel like fleeing, then under my feet with the scorpions and with the serpents and with the vipers. Devil, you are defeated in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. You can't affect my prosperity. You can't affect my joy. You can't affect my salvation. You cannot, whatever weapon you're raising up against my healing, against my health, against my life, against my family, against the ministry, it does not prosper in Jesus' name. I come against you, and I thank God today in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, again, you lose. We are more than conquerors. I thank God that we have the victory because greater is he that is in each and every one of us than he that is in the world. And I thank God today as we stand on these promises. That's only one or two, and devil, you're already defeated. In Christ, we are new creatures. Old things are passed away. Behold, all things have become new. Out the door is sin. Out the door is rebellion. Out the door is disobedience. Out the door is religion and denomination. Everything that hinders, that blocks, that has nothing to do with the spirit of the Holy Ghost, with the spirit of God today, Lord. I thank God today that in us, we can be found, amen, as a renewed man, as a renewed woman in Christ, by the spirit of God that is in us today, in Jesus' name. We're not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is the power of God unto salvation. And that salvation today reigns in, in us. Uh, today, it's not sin that has dominion. It is the righteousness of God. It is the spirit of God that is within us today. And I pray this into, my, into the hearts and minds and souls of my brothers and sisters listening, even to the teenagers. Lord, whatever temptations that come their way, amen, they're defeated today. I thank God today there's no influence and there's no affluence that comes up from outside of this ministry, from outside of your word, from outside of your spirit in Jesus' name. Nothing from this world has, will entice my brothers and my sisters. Doesn't matter where they're at, how old they may be, where they stand today, I thank God today we stand fast in the liberty wherewith Jesus Christ has made us free, not again to be entangled with the yoke of bondage. We're not going to entangle ourselves with the affairs of this world. We're not going to let them and the pleasures of a season choke us. I thank God today for good ground. Good ground today. Good ground for my brother. Good ground for my sister. Teenagers, even before they hit the teenage their teenage years, the younger ones, primary, elementary school, secondary school, high school, college, 
out of school, in school, homeschooled, school, school, wherever we are today. Praise God. We walk in victory. Order our steps in the way, praise God, which leads unto life. Today, Lord. Today, Lord. You hear us? Our hands are up as we pray, as we ask for this. We ask for it today. We ask for it now. In Jesus' name, praise God. Lord, I thank God for the faith which we receive today, because faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. We've already read, already recited. Our faith is already on the increase. Our faith is already, praise God, amen, making progress today as we hear more of your word, as we hear more of what thus saith the Lord, as we hear more of what has been prophesied, as we hear more of what has been written, and I thank God, praise God, it doesn't fade away. None of this will pass. The words which proceed out of your mouth today, we not only do we live by it, but we have it in our lives. We apply it to our lives every day because it doesn't pass, it doesn't fade. Heaven and earth shall pass, but the words uh, which have been spoken to us by your son, Jesus Christ, these words, those words do not pass. Uh, and I thank God today, praise God. Hallelujah for the work that they're doing in our lives. Lord, as we open up the Bibles, in our, our Bibles in the next couple of minutes, I thank God for your truth and your spirit that will lead us and guide us into the, into the riches, into the mysteries, into the, hidden, into the hidden parts of your word, praise God. But with eyes that are open to see, we're going to see. Amen. With ears that are open to hear, we're, we're going to hear. Amen. With hearts that are open to perceive, we're going to perceive and we're going to receive. So, I, Lord, I thank God for your word. In the beginning, there it was. It was with you. It was you. And the same today, praise God, belongs to us because your word is unfailing. Because you are a faithful God today, having spoken. Even if you spoke to Abraham, it works for us today. It stands true for us today. Even if you spoke to David, what was spoken to Adam, what was spoken even before any of these people showed up, before we were here, you said, let there be light. And you know what? There's still light. And we thank you for the sun that shines upon us. We thank you for the light by day and the light by night. We thank God for the light which is above the firmament as well. Praise God. The stars that were created by your word, and they're still in that position, Lord. We are so thankful for that. Lord, our governments need help. And the leaders of this land, it doesn't seem that they can find the way which is a good way and a godly way. So we pray for them, Lord, in Jesus' name. Governments and counselors and mayors and prime ministers and premiers, Lord, we pray for our leaders in Jesus' name. I thank God that your spirit can be upon them, that your spirit can be upon this land because here and there, a little bit everywhere, there's a righteous soul. There's a righteous, my, my brother is righteous, and my sister is righteous, and so this land is being spared. But before it's too late, Lord, I thank God that we pray for households that need your words, need your spirit to lead and to guide. The name of Jesus Christ is being lifted up right now so that men and women will be drawn to no other name that is greater, powerful, salvation, healing, deliverance, liberty. Praise God. Victory. 
In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Someone listening today, realizing they're not where they should be in Christ. Lord, I pray that they make that step in the right direction. Order their step, praise God, to life. I thank God for your gift, which is eternal life through Christ Jesus our Lord. I thank God for that blessing and that promise that Jesus left us with, that he is preparing a place for us. And I thank God today to be found, hallelujah, exactly where I need to be today in Christ. Seated in heavenly places, found in the house of God today, sent to preach your living word, words of spirit and of life. And I thank God today that they will not be spoken in vain. Hallelujah. As we get ready to open up the word of God, I thank God every word makes a difference because it is spirit and it is life. It makes a difference in the lives of my sisters and my brothers in Jesus' name. I thank God today it brings peace. It brings power. It brings the courage that we need to persevere unto the to endure unto the end. For the same shall be saved in Jesus' name, Lord. I thank God it is everything that we need. Hallelujah. This world has, it has so much to offer, but none of it compares to what we already have. So we don't want it. We've got everything that we need. And I thank God today, praise God. Hallelujah for what we have received. In Jesus' name, our cup is running over. And I give you the praise and the glory for that. Praise God. As I pray once again for our land. Scattered. Some teenagers are scattering. Even some have left the fold and they're realizing even the, what the, the, the destructive forces precipitated from the very depths of hell. I thank God today they'll realize and recognize, amen, who kills, who destroys, and who robs. But Jesus Christ, your son has come to give us life, so I thank God today we turn from our foolish ways, from our sinful ways, and we turn to Jesus Christ. Life. Jesus Christ the way. Jesus Christ, truth. Jesus Christ, your son, the son of the living God. And I thank God today, praise God, for his church built upon this rock and the gates of hell shall not prevail against. Every single person listening to me today, we have victory in Jesus' name. Lord, anoint the message as it's about to come forth. I thank God it will be delivered powerful, powerfully anointed in Jesus' name by your Holy Ghost. Lead us into every direction, every scripture that we need to touch, every verse that needs to come to the surface today. Praise God. Giving you all the praise, all the glory, all the honor. In Jesus' name, Lord, I pray. Amen and amen. Keep your hands up. Talk to God. Praise God. At home, do the same thing. I invite you now to join in with what I prayed. Just add it. Personalize it. Whatever your need may be, make it known unto God. Say the name of Jesus. Say his name. Praise God. Give him glory and give him praise. Hallelujah. No use saying any other name. They didn't die for you. Jesus, say the name. Because the Bible says that 
demons, devils tremble at that name. So I thank God we can make the devil nervous because we're not coming out talking about who played hockey or who won baseball or who threw the basketball. We're talking about who died, who was crucified, who went into the very depth of, the very depth of this earth, conquered the grave, conquered hell, conquered death, set at liberty the captives, set them free. And that's where I am today, walking in this freedom, not again to be entangled with the very bondage, the yoke of sin, the burden of sin, the burden of disobedience, uh, the burden of rebellion, the burden of having a stiff neck. Uh, but I thank God today to be washed in the precious blood of Jesus Christ. Uh, an atonement was made for my sins through his blood, much more precious than of any four-legged animal that was that had been crawling this earth. But Jesus, your son, came to take away the sins of this world. And I thank God today for what he has done. Praise God. Hands up, my brothers and sisters. Take advantage of this time right now. Praise God. Say the name. Say Jesus. Praise his holy name. Thank you, Jesus. Praise God. Hallelujah. At home, your hands are up because we're not done praying. The Bible says, it teaches us that he is worthy of our praise. That includes your prayer. You praise him with your prayer. You're praying. You praise him with your shouts which is triumphant, your vic the victory which you have. You praise him with what shows up in this basket. Praise God. Hallelujah. What you sent this week, what was given in person. That's praising God, serving the Lord with gladness. For God loves a cheerful giver. Praise God. That we offer unto him a sacrifice. That become, it's acceptable, well-pleasing unto him. Why? Because it's, 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 be, it's being served, it's being given unto God at, with, as an odor of a sweet smell. Praise God. Hallelujah. And I thank God today. Praise God. When you go into Hebrews chapter 13, I think it's the 15th verse, it says that the fruit of your lips, giving thanks unto God continually. Praise God. So don't stop. Hallelujah. Just read where David said, evening, noontime, morning time, I'll pray. Praise God. So I don't know what time it is, whatever time zone you're in. But I think David pretty well covered it. Evening, noon, the morning, pray. Praise God. If that's too complicated, Paul made it simple. And he just said, praying always. Praise God. Hallelujah. Hands are up. Give God the praise. Give God the glory. Give God the honor. Jesus, Jesus. Praise God. Hallelujah. Jesus, Jesus. Such a wonderful name. Praise his holy name. Wonderful, Counselor, Prince of Peace, Mighty God, Hallelujah, Praise God, 
Amen. Hallelujah. This is who we serve today. Like I said, I've got, I've got it all. Amen. I don't know. I'm not bragging on something that I've done. I'm bragging on God right now. The Lord is my shepherd; I shall not want. What does that mean? Amen. You keep reading in that 23rd Psalm, and it comes to the point saying, well, even his cup is running over. Hallelujah. Thou anointest my head with oil. Praise God. See, when you live under that anointing, you can say what David wrote, what the man of God wrote. The Lord is my shepherd. Someone say, my shepherd. Hallelujah. My shepherd. Praise his holy name. I shall not want. He maketh me. He leads me. This is what God is doing for you and I today. Praise God. If you're not there yet, now's the time. Say, God, forgive me. I've been stubborn and stiff-necked all these years. I want, praise God, what you have for your children today. Praise God. Give them praise. Praise God. Hallelujah. If you've been entertaining lukewarm spirits, you know, trying, you know, bad spirits that are in this, that are in this world, shake them off right now. In Jesus' name, be free from any temptation, from any influence, from any offer that this world has. I have Jesus. Take this whole world. I will serve Jesus until my dying day. In Jesus' name, let this be your testimony. I pray this into the lives of each and every one of my brothers and sisters right now. In Jesus' name, right now. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Praise God. My brothers and sisters operating businesses and companies, be blessed. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Even young people in school, the work. We're going to read some scriptures saying what you do unto God or unto Jesus or by Jesus, it's not done in vain. Praise God. So stick with us. We're going to get into the Bible in a few minutes. But if your hands are still up, I don't like to put a number on it, but let's say 20 seconds. Now let's say 30 seconds. Give God your best. Give God praise. Give God honor. Give God glory before we change the order of the service. Someone say in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. I love you, Jesus. I love the Lord. Praise God. Hallelujah. At home, well, I'd like to hear you, but I really can't. But just shout it a little bit louder. You never know. On the other side of this camera, everyone, praise his name. Praise his holy name. I will bless the Lord, all my soul, and all, amen, all my soul and all that is within me. Bless his holy name. Praise God. Hallelujah. This is the day which the Lord hath made. We shall rejoice and be glad in it. Because we're not walking in death. We're not walking on a way which leadeth unto destruction and perdition. But we are walking on a way which leadeth unto life. Praise God. Why are you so, why are you so happy? Because I'm not dead, but I am alive. Praise God. It is no longer I that liveth. Amen. That, but Jesus that lives in me. Christ lives in me. And I thank God today. Praise God that I can put forward. Amen. My every effort. All my heart. All my soul. All my mind. Everything that is within me. Every fiber of 
hath my being. Praise God. Let everything that hath breath praise ye the Lord. Hallelujah. Blessed be his holy name. Praise God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. 30 seconds up yet. Hallelujah. Yeah, another 30 seconds. God is worthy. Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. Bless his holy name. Praise God. Well, put your hands together and clap at home. Fill your houses with praise. Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. Well, if you're breathing, you're praising. That's what the Bible says. You have breath, praise the Lord. So at home, if you're breathing, breathe in. And air goes in, praises come out. Hallelujah. Praise God. You may be seated in the presence of God, in victory, in joy, with the Bible in your hands. Very important, again, I insist. Praise God that you take advantage of this opportunity. Praise God that we have. And I thank everyone for joining with me this afternoon. If you're commenting on Facebook or on YouTube, then we'll see your names and we'll pray for them and welcome you personally. If you're listening on godly.tv, godly.tv, well then I, I welcome you. And I thank God for those of you who are listening and or whatever media, if you're listening on Spotify or iTunes or Tunes, Apple Podcasts, is it? Or we try to do the best we can to use this technology while they let us. Amen. So I thank God for Facebook and I thank God for YouTube. Not the bad stuff that's on there, but the good stuff like you're listening to right now. So don't be distracted by the pop-ups and by the ads and by what they're offering you. Let's be focused on the Word of God for the next few minutes. Amen. If you read Hebrews chapter 12 in the second verse, it says, look, it, it tells us how we're supposed to look. It says, looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher, praise God, of our faith. Now, I thank God today that we are in a... Um, no matter where we are, as I mentioned, province or state or country, wherever we are, I thank God that we can all be looking in that same direction. Praise God. I have a King James Bible in my hand, and we can look at what it says. As I read in Hebrews chapter 12, in the second verse, it says, Looking at the Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him, he endured the cross, despising the shame, and is set down at the right hand of the throne of God. Who are we looking at? We are looking unto Jesus. Someone say his name, Jesus. I thank God for that blessing, praise God, that we do have. Praise God that we have a place to look. I'm not, I'm not facing or trying to find north, which would be that way, I think. I'm not trying to find Mecca, 
and all depending who you believe, Mecca is here or Mecca is over there, or nobody really knows where, where, the, where the right way is, but they're lost. I mean, Jesus Christ came as a shepherd so that his sheep, these sheep, would not be lost. Praise God. Because he's a good shepherd. Someone say good shepherd. Amen. The Bible even says in another instance, the Bible says that he is a great shepherd. So I thank God today that we are not, we're not going to be fooled by, you know, Joey Smith says, oh, I got some copper plates from an angel. Yeah, I'm sure you did, but that angel was from hell. Because whatever that angel told you, it sounded like a demon, it sounded like it was spawned and hatched and incubated from the very depths of hell. And you have all these people today following whatever curse that angel came to Joseph, Joey, whatever his name was, is. And they made it into some kind of a doctrine and religion. And then here we are embracing something that did not come from the mouth of God. We need to be careful. Paul gave us that warning through his churches in Galatia, Ephesus. He gave us that warning as we're reading here, the writer in Hebrews tell us, looking, just go back to verse 1. It says, wherefore, seeing also we are, I'm reading from Hebrews 12, compassed about with so great a cloud of witnesses, let us lay aside every weight and the sin which doth easily beset us, Amen. We have these examples. I thank God for the prophets. I thank God for the, the Joel and Haggai and Habakkuk and these men of God. Amen. He says there, we're surrounded by these witnesses. He says, lay the sin which doth so easily beset, lay it aside. Well, that can't be done. Well, I, uh, then, then don't. Anybody who says, when they say it can't be done because God is telling us to do it. So if God is telling us to do it, what does that mean to you and what does that mean to me? That means it's possible. Amen? That means we can do it. If God says do it, it's doable. Someone say amen. See, God wouldn't say do it if it wasn't doable. Well, it's not possible. Well, maybe with you it's not. But with God, these things are possible. Hebrews 12 and the first verse. Wherefore, seeing we are also, let me get this right. Wherefore, seeing we also are compassed about with so great a cloud of witnesses, let us lay aside every weight and the sin which doth so easily beset us, and let us run with patience the race that is set before us. Looking unto Jesus. See, Paul also gave us the right direction. He said, I press toward the mark for the prize. See, it depends what's laying or lying in front of you. Depends what your eyes are on. Amen? So you can tell what people are looking at today because they just turn into what they look at. They begin to reflect their favorite rock star or their favorite group or their favorite movie star or their trend because what's trending these days I don't know. People go into these trends and they come out with funny haircuts and funny color in their hair. And purple and green and all kinds of stuff hanging off their, you know, off their, their ears and their nose and their lips and other body parts that we can't see. And it's a good thing that we can't see them. And they follow these trends, and it's trends of destruction. 
It's trends that destroy what God has made. So when it says here, when I'll read this again, it says, lay aside every weight and the sin. See, sin is the cause of the problem. Sin is the cause of death. See, before sin entered this world, and there was a population of two, Adam and Eve. But before sin entered this world, was anybody dying? No. No sin, no death. What's that? Oh, last week, amen, I bless all my sisters with no wrinkles. Because my wife is still calling upon that word. She said, I thank God for that word. She's sitting there saying, there were no wrinkles. All right, so. I'm not sure what version of Bible she has, but apparently in the Garden of Eden, there were no wrinkles. Amen. Praise God. Anything that's destructive, if they didn't age, oh, there's no wrinkles. Amen. Sin. This is what, you get rid of sin, you get rid of death, you get rid of the issues and the problems that we have in this life. You get rid of the devil. Amen. Young people, listen. This world has things to offer, and they're shiny, and they make noise, and they blink, and they are bright, and they flash. But what you have right now, all the saints in Rimby, what you have right now in that household, hallelujah, that's the place. Amen. Don't look on the other side of the fence. You've got it. Hallelujah. All of us, we can say, I've got it. Amen. So we do what the, what the Bible teaches us to do. Hallelujah. Praise God. 2 Corinthians chapter 5, and we read verses 17 and 18, because it says, Therefore, if any man, follow with me, please. 2 Corinthians 5, 17. Therefore, if any man, if any woman be in Christ Jesus, they are what? A new creature. All things are passed away. Now, now, what does that mean? If all things are passed away, well, if there's old things, there's got to be new things. Thank God for new things. Hallelujah. The second half of 2 Corinthians 5, verse 17, it says, All things are passed away. Behold, all things are become new. Someone say, all things. Now, what are these all things that you're talking about? Well, we keep reading. Someone say, keep reading. Okay, I will. And all things, verse 18. Someone else say, keep reading. Okay, I will. And all things are of God. These are things. All things become new. They are godly things. Welcome to everyone listening to godly.tv, G-O-D-L-Y. And all things are of God, who hath reconciled us to himself by Jesus Christ, and hath given to us the ministry of reconciliation. To wit, that God was in Christ, reconciling the world. What, why did the world need reconciliation? Or why did the world need to be rejoined? Or why did they need to have to be, you know, this, 
to be reestablished because sin separated men and women from God. I think the Bible teaches us that God will inhabit the praises of, of Israel, of his people. This is you and I. But where, when you read Exodus chapter 20, where there are things that God doesn't like, God won't show up. Amen. God said, if there's idols, I am not there. If there are images, I am not there. He said, if there's statues, I am not there. If there are graven images, I am not there. You can't have both. Because God, the Bible says that God is a jealous God. Even James wrote how, how the spirit will envy the fornicators, the spiritual adulterers, if you would, because they spend, I won't say spend, I'll say waste, because they waste their time with unclean spirits when we have a Holy Ghost that leads us and guides us, that dwells within us as a temple, that speaks of he who has sent him and not of he himself. This is Holy Ghost. So there's too many people that I am, you know, we, we put up our billboards and then people are interested. Oh, we want to know more about your ministry and, and such. And then I let them know it's Jesus Christ and him crucified. Well, do you have a name? Yes, I do. As a matter of fact, that name is Jesus Christ. Amen. I thank God. I mean, as far as a corporate uh, corporation is concerned. There's a name for the banks and for the lawyers and all that. But as far as you and I concerned, it's Jesus Christ and him crucified. We need to be where the spirit of God is. Otherwise, it's going to be Ichabod that's going to be written above our doors. And that's not good. Because when we read the Bible where God was, even when God was in the Ark of the Covenant, if you would, under a different, uh, under a different covenant, in the Old Testament, where God was, the land was blessed. Hallelujah. Someone say, thank you, Jesus. So today we can bring this blessing into our lives, and we can keep it there. This is what, this is the third installment of being constant, where consistency, I wrote as a title, consistency makes a difference. Consistency counts. It will make a difference in your life and in my life. And once you get there, nothing else really interests you. Amen. Hallelujah. When the Bible says you're seated in heavenly places, oh, what can, can you get a better seat in the house? I'm not seated up in the rafters somewhere. I'm seated in the, in the back row. We used to call that sinner's row. There's the back row in the church. The backsliders would hang out. I'm not sitting. I am seated in heavenly places. Praise God. This is, being, this is what being reconciled is. My sister, this is all inverted. By, this is, I thought this was the ending, but the ending is now the beginning. So I, I sent you a definition of uh, the word reconcile. So you can throw that up at this point on Facebook. And then somebody, I guess you can copy it off Facebook and... I don't have it in my phone, brother, but you, or just look it up so that we can have a clear understanding of what it means to be reconciled, where we were at, not just separate, separated from the presence of God, but the Bible says in Romans chapter 8, the mind which is carnal, it's enmity with God. 
See, there was, there was such a vast difference. This is what, how, how sin in the lives of people destroy every opportunity that we have to receive from God. Amen. God came down, wanted to spend some time with Adam. Woohoo! Adam, where are you? Actually, I don't think God sounds like that, but anyways, Adam. He came down in the cool of the evening, and he's looking for his creation. Adam, where are you? Adam sinned, and he caused this breach. That's why to be reconciled, and we look at what God has done so that we can be reconciled, to be reunited, that there be a reunion between God and his creation. That's you and I. Amen. To be reestablished, and we looked at this word last time, to, to be steadfast, to be anchored, to have, the, to have the roots uh, in, a, in a place where it doesn't matter what the winds are or the storms that come against us or whatever demon from hell shows up knocking on our door, we're not moving. Hallelujah. Praise God. I am washed in the blood. And when God told Moses, God says, I'm coming down tonight. And when I see the blood, I'll pass over. Can someone say thank you, Jesus, for the blood? Hallelujah. Praise God. Blessed be his holy name. I thank God for that. Praise God. And what they, what they partook of, as far as their flesh is concerned, what they had to eat very quickly. They didn't have time to unleaven the bread or to leaven, or to leaven the bread. They didn't have time for the bread to rise. This is where the, this, the unleavened came from and whatever they produced. And then they began, amen, they woke up the next morning no longer slaves. God says, I've come to make a way out and I'll bring you out of bondage and you're not going back. Hallelujah. I don't care if there's, you offer all the garlic, offer all the, and help me, the melons, offer the fish, the cucumbers. I did the garlic. Missing the garlic, I'm miss, the, the melon. Someone said bacon. No. What is it? Leeks. Leeks. There it is. I don't care if you have the whole package. I don't want it. I have Jesus in me. Praise God. I have a God that came down to wit that God was in Christ, reconciling the world unto himself, not imputing their trespasses unto them, and he hath committed unto us the word of reconciliation. Hallelujah. This is what is going to be preached today. Now then we are ambassadors for Christ, uh, as, through God, as though God did beseech you by us, we pray you in Christ's stead, be ye reconciled to God. That sounds like a commandment to me. Be ye, this is a commandment. You don't, don't sit there saying, I'm content in my religion, I'm content in my beliefs. It'll all work out in the wash. You know, God will take care. Be ye reconciled. I want to know if you're reading with me. Verse 20, 2 Corinthians chapter 5. Be ye reconciled to God, for he hath made him to be sinned. Look what, look at the process. Look what had to take place. What had to transpire on the way to the cross, on the cross, when they took him off the cross in the grave. For he hath made him to be sin for us. Someone say for us. Someone say for me. 
Hallelujah. I can say for us in general because I got the mic and I've, I'm like the loudest one here. But take it, make it personally. For, this is for me, for us, for every single brother and sister today. Listen, be ye reconciled in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. How does it work? Oh, for he made, for he hath made him to be sin for us, uh, who knew no sin, that we might be made the righteousness of God in him. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things will be added unto you. Hallelujah. Praise God. Then you have people walking around saying, can't be done. I'm not talking about sin in the nightclub. I'm talking about sin that's standing behind the pulpit. Sin that ends up in the choir or on the stage. And again, you sit there and say, well, listen to what. Let's read what Paul wrote to the Galatians in chapter 2. The last three, four verses. Find Galatians chapter 2. Get to near the end of that chapter. And let's begin reading from verse 18. Galatians 2 in the 18th verse, it says, For if I build again the things which I destroyed, I make myself a transgressor. Well, the devil made me do it. Well, more often than not, yes. But sometimes, the de- like I said, mentioned last week, I said, I think sometimes the devil is laughing his way all the way to hell because just the influence, the grip that he seems to have on people. Young people, listen to me. Don't allow the devil to put a finger on your soul, on your body, on your mind, on your heart. Don't allow him. One little, you know, one little foothold, one little, you know, one little touch, and then you've, then you're, you're in, a, you're in full, you're, you're in full war, full, full combat. It seems when the devil comes with his offer, he says, "Listen, if I," Paul is saying here, he says, "If I, if I go back to what to where I shouldn't go," he says, "I make myself a transgressor." Galatians two verse nineteen: For I through the law am dead to the law that I might live unto God. Someone say, "Live." I am crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live, yet not I, but Christ liveth in me. Someone say, in me. And the life which I now live. See, when you hear these teachers saying, well, this happens after you die. Well, after you die, I think you're pretty well dead. So the knife, rather, the life that I now live, some would say now. See, God wants you and I to live this life now while you're still alive, while you're living. Are you living? Are you breathing? The life which I now live in the flesh, I live. This is not, Paul's not dead yet. He's still in the flesh. But the life that he's living is the life that God meant for you and I to have since the beginning. Hallelujah. Eternal. See, when sin is gone, people say, I, I want to live forever. Even have, you know, vampire wannabes running around, growing teeth or fangs or whatever they want, doing their thing, doing what vampires do, thinking they'll, they'll get life that way. Life doesn't. Life comes from Jesus Christ and nobody else. Amen. I don't care if your first name or your family name is Dracula. Doesn't work that way. Amen. The devil doesn't make sense. So when you get 
rid of sin, life takes over. As Jesus Christ said himself, he says, I have come to give you life and to give it to you more abundantly. And this life that we do have through Jesus Christ our Lord, not only is this the gift of God, God's gift is eternal life. Amen. Now the other guy, he showed up, Jesus said, to kill, to rob, and to destroy. That's what sin does. But Paul says, when you're talking about life, it's the opposite of death. It's the opposite of sin. Well, what's the opposite of sin? We just read it. The righteousness of God. These are the opposites. Light and day. Life and death. However you want to put it. Believer, unbeliever. Infidel, disaccord with one accord. We need today, it's an either or. I mentioned last week, Jesus said, we read in Luke chapter 13, is it verse uh, 15, was it? He says, you're going to hang on, you're going to, in French it said, you're going to attach yourself to the one that you love. Amen. And you're going to hate the other. Praise God. I spent two hours in French. I need the English word. Hold fast. No, no, that's hold fast your profession. Luke, Luke 16. Hold. Okay, hold. You're going to hold to one. It's so much easier in French as you just attach yourself. There you go. Stay attached. Hang on. Don't let go. You're going to hold to the one you love and you're going to hate the other. If you're taking notes, you can write in your margin, hold or hate, or hold and hate. You hold the one and you hate the other. It's either or. So I thank God today when, when we have this understanding, we can go back to Galatians chapter 2. Despise. In English, despise. Yeah, in French it says hate. The French translation says hate or despise. Yeah, despise. So you hold on to one and despise the other. Thank you. Where did I leave off? In Galatians 2. The life which, verse 20. The life which I now live in the flesh, I live by the faith of the Son of God, who loved me. Someone say, thank you, Jesus. Who loved you? Thank you, Jesus. Someone say, thank you, Jesus. At home, say, thank you, Jesus. How did he love you? He gave himself for you, for me. Someone say for me. Now the next verse is important. This is critical. I do not frustrate the grace of God. That atonement, Paul is saying, I'm not going to negate that atonement. I'm not going to dissolve that atonement, this reconciliation process that God sent Jesus through. It wasn't just, you know, say a short little prayer and it was all said and done. When you look at what Jesus did, someone say for me, he loved me, he gave himself for me. Paul says, I do not frustrate the grace of God. For if righteousness come by the law, then Christ is dead in vain. I do not frustrate the God. I'm not going to do away with the grace of God. Why do we need that? Why, why is this important? Romans chapter 6 and the first verse. 
Read with me. What shall we say then? Shall we continue in sin that grace may abound? Verse 2 says, God forbid. Romans 6. How shall we that are dead to sin live any longer therein? Romans chapter 6, verses 1 and 2. Are you reading with me? Hallelujah. Then if you want to read verse 3, it talks about being baptized uh, into Jesus Christ. So not not only did Paul write that we are crucified with Christ, or I am. He's talking of himself. He says, I'm crucified with Christ. Amen. I've been baptized with Christ. Praise God. Walk in the Spirit. There is therefore now no condemnation to them which are in Christ Jesus, who walk not after the flesh, but walk after the Spirit. Hallelujah. So I don't have nails through my hand, even though I'm crucified with him. Hallelujah. Before I showed up, see, I showed up in 1962. Jesus was born, a couple thousand, rather born and, and raised and went to the cross over, a little over 2,000 years ago. That's a long way. This is a long way apart. That's a, a lot of years apart. But Jesus took my sin and nailed it to the cross. Can someone say, thank you, Jesus? He took my disease. He took my sickness and nailed it also. He carried my He was bruised. He took all this. And I thank God today where it was, where it was applied to the cross, it can stay there. I don't want it back. Hallelujah. Because these are the old things which have passed away. I want want what is new. I want what God has in store for his children. For The the intentions of of our creator, of our father in heaven. The intentions that God has for you and I today. Hallelujah. Put yourself in a position where you can be the recipient of, of the goodness of God. To be found in his favor. Hallelujah. The way he made us. Wonderfully. Fearfully. Praise God. Hallelujah. That's why the devil's mad. Amen. Because the devil, as soon as the devil started to conceive his own agenda, he, became, he made himself a loser. Amen. He lost his spot. He lost his place. Hallelujah. As close as he was, Lord, I thank God today, even not to be in a position, I thank God those spirits are gone today. In Jesus' name, I rebuke all those spirits off my brothers and sisters, especially the young people. No, no, not, their agenda doesn't count. We are on the decrease so that Jesus Christ will be on the increase. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Not my will, but thy will be done. Just as Jesus prayed for you and I today. May this be your heart and soul and mind. From this day forward, bless his holy name. Hallelujah. And stay that way. We're looking at this as part three, consistency counts. It makes a difference in our lives to be constant. I'm not up and down. Sideways, left or right. There's a way. The Bible says when you go through that straight gate, the way is narrow. And we need to be found on that way. And his name is Jesus. There shall be a way, and that way shall be called a way of holiness. Thank God for that way today. Hallelujah. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Give Jesus a good hand for the way. At home, clap your hands.
Brothers and sisters, there is no other way. Praise God. Let me spend a couple of minutes just to greet my brothers and sisters. Then we're going to go into the book of Acts. Praise God. I'm blessed today. Hallelujah that you've joined with us. I welcome you and uh, with joy and honor through the Spirit of God that we can read together, exhort one another, edify one another, praise God, and get to heaven together, praise God, as the body of Christ, the head of the body being Jesus Christ, praise God, it makes all the difference, praise God. For a couple of weeks, been talking about being consistent, and we read how God was consistent in his word, in his counsel, in his covenant, immutable. That allows us to be anchored. It allows us to be steadfast. It allows us to be sure. We read last week where we read last, thank you. We read last week where the consolation that we have, maybe you call it peace. Um, trying to think of another word. Consolation, we're consoled. Comfort, thank you, that's a good word. You can call it comfort, peace. And we read last week where it says it's a strong consolation. Hallelujah. And it says that ye may have. Someone say, this is what I have. Hallelujah. And I like the word comfort because the Holy Ghost is our comforter. Praise God. Thank you, my sister. So if you missed the teaching from last week, this is part three. Didn't get through it in French, and I don't think we're going to get through it in English either. As far as um, my aim is to get into Colossians chapter one, because when we get there, it's going to be a blessing. We just may not see Colossians chapter one this week, but I'm so glad you're with us. By faith, you have a Bible in your hands, and that Bible is open to Acts chapter 17 and the 11th verse. My subtitle this week is The Blessings That We Have When We Take On This Life Without Moving. And we have a teaching, and we're going to get that. I think the third passage we're going to read, Always Abounding. And the way it was translated in French was very interesting. It just said, in French, the always abounding said, better to better. The mirrors on mirror from better to better. And that's what that, uh, that abundance is, that abounding is. Amen. If the abundance takes on the role of being always, it's not on the decrease. Amen. If abundance is always being abundantly, then the abundance, the goodness of God is on the increase. Someone say more. Hallelujah. And how this becomes, or how this is in our life, and remember what we read, remember how we left off last week, where Jesus said, Scripture cannot be broken. Praise God. So I don't care who says what or what their opinion is, it doesn't count. Hallelujah. Because they had their opinions. And Jesus reminded them, saying, this is, and this is um, uh, John 10, 35, is it? Jesus reminded them, saying, this is what you're trying to tell me, your traditions and whatever, but you say you believe on the scriptures. Well, let me remind you what the scripture says. 
And then Jesus said, you know, Scripture cannot be broken. A man can break his word, and a woman can break her word, but Scripture, God's word cannot be broken. Hallelujah. See, right there, that's comfort. Amen? Someone say, thank you, Jesus. Right there, this is consolation. Let's call it strong consolation, because great is the Lord. I don't serve a wimpy God. I thought you'd get an amen out of that one. I don't serve a wimpy God. We don't serve a wimpy God. So we put this to work in our lives. I'm going to pull one verse out of Acts chapter 17. That's the 11th verse. It says, these were more noble than those in Thessalonica or the Thessalonians. In that they received the word with all readiness of mind. They were ready. Are you ready? Hallelujah. They were, they were anxious. Praise God. They made sure they were going to get it. Hallelujah. See, if God wants to give me something, I want it. I mentioned last week, if, it, if, if this is God's plan, it's a good plan because it's God's plan. Amen. Say amen. So what did they do? They were, their minds were ready. And the second half of this verse says, they searched the scriptures daily, whether these things were so. Daily. Someone say daily. Once a day. We just read where we were told, be ye reconciled. And... I thank God part of this reckons, part of, part of us being reunited with God. As I said, sin is, is the problem. It's not God. God doesn't. God doesn't. God is not to be blamed. That's what I'm trying to say. When you have people show up and they say, well, I don't know, God just died because it's not just the will of God. No, read the Bible, find out what the will of God is. The will of God does not change. Amen? And then of all the people in the Bible that say, well, you know Job. Well, yeah, okay, let's look at Job, read a few chapters, but then let's not forget the last two, three chapters in the book of Job. Why don't you find some good characters, some, some characters that will increase and uplift your faith? The woman said, if I but touch the hem of his garment, I will be made whole. Hallelujah. Get out of my way. I'm going to crawl on my hands and knees if I have to. All I need to do is touch the hem of his garment. Praise God. And it was a touch that went through the clothes. Amen. Jesus felt it on his inside and it stopped him in his tracks and he turned around and he says, who touched me? And the faith of that woman made her whole. Someone say daily. I'm going to open up these scriptures, the Bible, the word of God, every day. I lost some of you. Someone say every day. Don't say every day if you don't mean it. Don't be lying. You know where the liars go. You don't want to lie. If you think you're only going to do every second day, they go, well, you know, every second day. I'll do my best, Pastor, but that's right now. But the folks that were noble, look at the example that we have every day. Someone say every day. 
give us this day our daily bread. That's how Jesus prayed. Someone say daily bread. That's opening up the word of God. Amen. Daily bread. Hallelujah. See, the Bible app that I have in my phone, it keeps track as all apps do in your phone. It keeps track of your activities. And every day it congratulates me. I don't even know where the number is. It's hundreds. I'm in the thousands. And the multiple weeks where it gives me these little, it sends me these little badges saying, you know, you've, you're, how many consecutive days that I've been, that I've read the, um, I think it's you version. How many consecutive days that I've, that I've opened up. If the Bible app knows, if the, if the you version app knows, God knows. Sorry to spoil your supper if you're eating or your appetite or digest, if you finished eating, I'll go, oh, there goes supper. Because whatever technology that they put into this phone, come on. Like I said, they got the little badge I can open up and they'll say, we did this many consecutive days. And it gives, you, gives me a little pat on the back. So if, the, if your Bible app knows, God knows. And the example that we have here that we're reading, it says, search the scriptures daily. Someone say every day. First chapter of James. We're going to read scriptures that will back up what I wrote as my general title, being consistent counts. James chapter 1, and by the inspiration of the Holy Ghost, I mean, this is as powerful as it can get. The eloquency that we have here in this version, in the King James Version, verse 17, James 1, verse 17, every good gift and every perfect gift is from above. Hallelujah. Praise God. That's what I'm after. Good gifts, perfect gift. His name is, it comes down from the Father of lights, with whom, we're getting, in, we're getting into the teaching now, with whom is no variableness, neither shadow of turning. Someone say, no variableness. There, in other words, there is no room for interpretation. His yea is, and his nay is, and in him all the promises are yea and amen. I hope you all said amen. You might get some promises from God. Good gifts. Some would say good. Perfect gift. See, when you go to a church and they don't believe in perfection, you're messed up from the start. Because when you get to know the God that we serve, God is a God of order. He's not a, he's not a God of disorder. The Bible makes that clear. And I thank God in him there's nothing lacking. The Bible teaches us that as well. Several instances. This is the perfection that God has for us. There's nothing missing. Praise God. And not only that, when I read the second half of verse 17, it says, with whom? Someone say, with God. See, with Justin, good luck. 
I don't like always picking on the liberal because then you'll think I'm conservative. What's the other guy? What's his name? Polyev or whatever. With Polyev? Sounds like we might have a little more luck, but anyways, I don't know how the voting's going to go. But with any man and any woman, the Bible says, let them be a liar. So within Within whatever flesh, however, whatever, it flies green, it flies red, it flies blue, it flies, what's the other colors? Then they're the ones that fly all the colors, the purple, green, pink, and red, and the whole thing. Whatever, it makes no difference. It's just, you can't depend on it. It's not that the yay is not yay and the nay is not nay. It's whatever it's going to be today. Kisarasara. I mean, what a dumb song that is that people go around, whatever it's going to be. It's going to be what my mouth will declare it to be in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. This is the God that we serve. In, in, with whom? Amen. I'm talking about God. Where his word, as we were reading last week, amen, there is a steadfastness. There is a, there, there is a sureness that exists for what comes out of the mouth of God. And James here is confirming, he's giving it to us um, the way we need to receive it, the way we need to, uh, what's another word I can see? We receive it. We got to hang on to it. We got to anchor this. We, we got to just make sure that this is the only thing when it comes to the word of God, this is the only thing that we think of. No variableness. I, the way I read it, the way it has been written, the way it has been spoken from the mouth of God, that's the way it is. Hallelujah. Amen. See, I can't wiggle and waggle myself, you know, and try to say, well, maybe, you know, if we change a version or if we change a translation, or we need to have an understanding, or if we go into a different language, or the way when I went to seminary, when I went to whatever, Sunday school. No, in God. Take God for his word. Take God for who he is, because beside God there is no other. And it says here, in him is no variable, variableness. And I like this next part. Because now we're getting down into the, like the nitty-gritty of it, where it says, neither shadow of turning. Do you know what a shadow is? I don't know if you can see, see a, a, my shadow right now, because the, the lights are strong. You can see the shadow up on the steps. See, there's a shadow. kind of looks like me. It's like long and skinny. My wife says, you look like you got sticks for legs. So that's kind of what the shadow looks like. But it's not me. See, read the last part of this verse. It says, neither shadow of turning. Not even the resemblance of something else, either or but. The appearance, like I said, the shadow, it may look like I can move my hand and the hand of my shadow. I don't know if you can see it, but the shadow's on the floor. I move my hand and the shadow moves, but it's still not me. It has an appearance but it's faint. It's not all there. Neither shadow. This is, we have that expression beyond a shadow of a doubt. That probably came from this verse. I don't know whoever coined or who penned that expression. Beyond the shadow of a doubt. But it says here, neither shadow of turning. It doesn't even look like God's going to turn. When you look at how God is steadfast, how God is immutable, this is what we read last week, by two immutable things. One, God doesn't change. Two, neither does his word. There's two immutable things. God was able to make a, a covenant with us, a new and better way. Someone say, thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. 
So this is who God is. And even as God is, when we adapt this teaching, this understanding into our lives, we begin to be able to have the same abilities, the same thinking, the same unmovableness, the same immutability as is God because we're using his words. Hallelujah. We, are, we, are, we inherit the very traits of the word of God. Praise God. Immutable? If I go by God's word, well, I'm going by what is immutable. Trust I'm making this clear. That you're getting this understanding. Amen. Because God is looking to establish someone, that's you and I, on the rock, which is his son, Jesus Christ. And from there, it doesn't move. So you have all kinds of religions. And basically, when religion got its start, Constantine and 300 whatever AD or Around the year 400, there was one, basically one religion, and Constantine started all these notions. But then somebody disagreed, so now then the one became two. And there was a split, and then you got another religion. And then you have, then, then you had, you had all these splits. So I don't know where we're at now. It's probably split a couple thousand ways because you have all these different branches and such that have been split. You have Episcopalians, and then you have you even you have um, Anglicans that are different from. There's Anglicans with a. Uh, I just kind of forget all these things, but I have people explain to me when they talk to me, and it just it's too compli- too complicated for me to grasp. But that's how these things just split, and they split, and they split, and they split, and they split. See, God with God, there's no split. With God, there's, there's his way, which is one way, which is Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. So it doesn't get all messy. Because religion today, it's just messy. Because you have all these different opinions and these different ideas and these different philosophies that turn into different traditions. I can't imagine what God is thinking. God says, let me simplify this for you one way. Amen. When it was all said and done, coming off the cross, and the apostle Paul received revelation from God, it didn't matter if you were a Gentile, circumcised or uncircumcised or Jew, it didn't matter. Because that was the two major splits that they dealt with in the New Testament. You read Ephesians chapter 2, the Bible says that God, through his son, Jesus Christ, he took two and he made them one. He broke the enmity, the division that was between. This is why the word of God is so important for us to have and to grasp it and to understand it and to read it and to receive it as it is. The way God said it and the way God meant it to be said. Amen. How many times have I heard people say, well, that's not what God meant. Well, that's what God said. Yeah, but he didn't really mean it that way. What, was God stupid? Does he have a speech impediment? Is there something wrong with God? That he would say something but mean something else? That would be horrible if I had to sit there and try to understand, try to decipher 
what God is telling me, what God is directing me to do. Amen? I mean, after 38 years of marriage, we still get into that. My wife will say something, and I'll try to understand. Does she mean for me to do this? Or does she mean for me to do that? And I have to sit there and try to make the right judgment. What is, and listen very carefully. That's not how God is. God is simple in his word. Amen. Now, let me pick on the house in Rimby. Who's the youngest? The word of God needs to be simple enough so that when Jesus said, no, let the little children come unto me. Because what they're going to hear, it's going to be good for them to hear what I've got to say. Hallelujah. So the youngest person listening to me today, in all assuredness, through the Holy Ghost, through the Spirit of God, I know they are receiving. And you know what? They're maybe receiving better, simpler, more spiritually than how you and I are receiving. Who's, who's the youngest? Dallas? All right. Thank God for Dallas. Hallelujah. He may not understand all the big fancy words I'm using, but by his spirit, praise God. There's an impartation that's taken place through this camera, through this technology, through the, through the word. This is how powerful the word of God is. If it can make a star and keep a star in its place, uh, a thousands and thousands and thousands of years later, and that star is still hanging there by the word. Thank God for that word. Praise God. This is how you and I need to embrace what we read today. The promises which God has made. In him they are yea and amen. In something else, in whatever religion, distraction, denomination, whatever is going on in the world today, it's messed up because they have nothing to stand on that we have to stand on. They have nothing that is as sure and as certified as the word of God that is in our hands today. Hallelujah. Someone say thank you, Jesus. Let's read what Paul wrote to the Corinthians in 1 Corinthians chapter 15. Hallelujah. As I mentioned, God is looking to establish you and I. Verse 58, near the end of that chapter. 1 Corinthians. Therefore, my beloved brothers and sisters, be ye, oh, we're, we're being told what to be again. Glad to see you smiling, my brother. Be ye reconciled. Amen. Be ye. I'm going to say I am. See, God is telling us to be. So how do you respond? You say, I am. Amen. At home, say it. I am. Everyone in front of me, I am. God says, be. I am. You better be. If you're saying, I am, the preacher is saying, you better be, because God says, be. Hallelujah. So when we read this, I'm reading 1 Corinthians 15, verse 58. Therefore, my beloved brethren, be ye steadfast. Be ye unmovable. And here comes my subtitle, always. I'm talking about being consistent. Always abounding in the work of the Lord. What does that mean? That we stop when we feel like it? When it says always abounding, always, I think we all understand what always means. Always is always. There's a continuance. We don't stop. 
Amen. One of the shortest sermons Jesus ever preached was, remember Lot's wife. What happened to her? She ended up stopping. Amen. We don't even know her name. When people say, it's important to know people's names. Yeah, I can understand that. But we don't know her name. I guess her name was less important than remembering what she did where she didn't make it to where she was headed. She's going the right direction. But she looked back at some old things. I don't know what she looked back at. I wonder if I turned the stove off. We don't, but it says, remember Lot's wife, the way Luke wrote it to us. Luke chapter 17, verse 32. Thank you, my brother. That's a short scripture. Now, some of you next week, you're saying, we, this week here, we started, as far as testimonies are concerned, and everyone who was here last week and received the announcement, this week we all stood up and we memorized by heart, verse and reference. So now next week you're saying, well, pastor was preaching on remember Lot's wife. What? Let's find another verse to recite next week for testimonies. Kind of hard to do this online. Even though sister and brother, they sent us their verses online, but we didn't hear them recite it, but they gave us the verses that they memorized. And we had someone read it. But this happens when you're in the house of God. So be here if you can. And if you're provinces away that doesn't work but be in the house of God or you can even start it in your own household amongst um, your family and such and everybody picks a verse and then come Sunday or whatever day one day of the week or you can stand and recite your verse and exhort and comfort through the word of God hallelujah just don't do remember Lot's wife get something a little more complex amen every word is spirit and life 1 Corinthians 15, 58, Therefore, my beloved brethren, be ye steadfast, unmovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord, for as much as ye know that your labor is not in vain in the Lord. What you do in the Lord. What your responsibilities become. What the will of God is in your life will not be done. Your efforts, the time that you put in, will not be done in vain. Always abounding. Knowing the Word of God. Going back to our testimony time today and what will be next week until Jesus comes. Where Jesus was able to say, hey, it is written. Hallelujah. There can no harm be done in being able to quote what thus saith the Lord. Defensively, offensively, the word of God is your sword at work. Hallelujah. So when I read here, always abounding, there's something that takes place in my life. It's consistent. 
I'm not going, I'm not gaining some and then losing some. I'm not moving forward. It's not three steps forward, two steps backwards. They have all kinds of expressions that exist that are, they they defeat the purpose that God has in your life and in my life, which is to endure unto the end for the same shall be saved. Come, doesn't matter what the situation we run into, I'll, I'll say that because sometimes we, you know, we try to avoid situations. Sometimes we can. So we run into certain situations, but thank God by his spirit, we can have the mind which was also in Christ. I mean, Jesus ran into some challenges, but he didn't back down. Amen. Even from his very hand-picked, Peter shows up and says, well, if I were you, I wouldn't go to Jerusalem. Well, it's a good thing Jesus was not Peter because Peter would have avoided the cross until he got saved, baptized with the Holy Ghost. And then he chose to die that way, according to history, except hang me upside down because I'm not worthy to die the way Jesus Christ died. He said, I'll take it upside down. If we can believe what history tells us. When Peter was being, I don't want to use the word assaulted, that might be a little too strong, but he's surrounded by that, he's surrounded by whoever was the fire that night, where Jesus said, okay, Peter, I'll be praying for you. You're going to need my prayer, and I'll be praying for you. And then Peter ended up denying once, twice, the third time. These are, these examples that we have, knowing that the Spirit of God is in us, and young people, listen. We're not going to fall back. Too many people have said, well, David did it. Peter did it. All these people did it. I thank God Jesus didn't do it. And Jesus being inside of me, inside of you today, we have the ability and we have every possibility through the word of God to stand fast in the liberty wherewith Jesus Christ has made us free, not to be entangled again with the yoke of bondage. Hallelujah. Just as we are being commanded here, be ye steadfast. Be ye unmovable. Always. Someone say always. Always doing what will glorify God. Always allowing God to receive the credit, to receive the glory. Hallelujah. In religion, this can't be done. But with God, by God, because of what Jesus Christ endured. Hallelujah. He endured the cross, even the death. This is what the Bible says. And we read it, how he loved us, how he loved you, and this is what Jesus Christ did because he loved us, because he was obedient to the will of his Father in heaven, because he was set onto this earth to accomplish what needed to be accomplished, and thank God, amen, for the blood of Jesus Christ which was shed. Thank God that Jesus came to take away the sin of this world. Hallelujah. Praise God. I want you to be thankful. Amen. The Bible also teaches, he came to take away the sin of this world. The Bible also teaches us that in him is no sin. Praise God. Thank God for new things. Praise God. Through Jesus Christ. Someone say because of Jesus. Hallelujah. Took us out of religion, took us out of denomination, took us out of traditions. 
Put us into a position that whatever we undertake, and this is what I'm reading here today, always. Someone say always. I mean always. We just read about every gift, every perfect gift. Perfect has that sound of always kind of stuck with it. Hallelujah. My beloved brethren, be ye steadfast, unmovable, always. Someone say always. Always. I want to, let's go into Joshua chapter 1. Give you some scripture to show that from Joshua to the Corinthian church, I don't know how many years would lie in between. You find out that God's intention, God's promise, God's word hasn't changed. Someone say, always abounding. So Joshua, this is the word Joshua receives. Verse 8, Joshua chapter 1 in the 8th verse. It says, this book of the law shall not depart. I underline three words. If you're in the habit of marking up your Bible, underline those three words. Shall not depart. Joshua 1 verse 8. This book of the law shall not depart. Someone say always. It's always there. I meditate on it day and night. Hallelujah. Search this. With readiness of mind, I search the scriptures daily. Someone say daily. Sorry about it. You can't, we can't wiggle ourselves out of this one. Hallelujah. This is, where, this is where it makes the difference. This is why I can write the title that I wrote that I've been preaching under for the past three weeks. Consistency counts. It makes a difference in my life. It makes a difference with God because God, his mind is, is a mind that's, is, is a mind that is steadfast. And the Bible says to have my mind stayed upon him. Praise God. I mean, God says, have your mind stayed upon me. Praise God. So where my mind is, where my mind is stayed, stayed upon God. I want to be where my mind is, upon God. I want to be connected with that mind. Like Peter said, have you also the mind which was in Christ Jesus. With this mind, hallelujah, it, it doesn't get changed. It's not going to be influenced. I mentioned last week how a thermostat will, and I, I think I got mixed up with my words when I was listening to the preaching, but how a thermostat will affect the thermometer. So you, it's a thermostat that controls that little red mercury going up and down. You increase the thermostat, and the mercury goes up. And there's too many, there's too many thermometers running around. I think this is what I meant to say last week. Too many thermometers running around. They're just being affected. Someone says this, and, and all of a sudden it's this. Someone says that, then it becomes that. That this becomes that, but that becomes this. Amen. We need to be the thermostat. We need to be the one. What they say, my tongue will speak 
life and not speak death. My, t- my confession, my profession will, say, will repeat what thus saith the Lord so that the circumstances are not controlling me, but I control through Jesus Christ and the power that we have is in, in his name. We control the circumstance. We control the situation. We walk in more than a conqueror. We walk in with victory. We go in blessed and we come out blessed. I thank God for that. Hallelujah. Praise God. Amen. My storehouse is blessed because we are blessed by God. God said it. He said it through his word. He said it by his word. It came out of his mouth. And I thank God I'm going to live by every word which proceedeth out of the mouth of God. Any other mouth, just keep those mouths shut. I, I may hear them, but I'm not going to pay any attention to them because my, my focus is on the voice of God, my fo- the voice of Jesus Christ, my shepherd. My focus, uh, amen, my... My, my direction is directed by what I hear from my shepherd, Jesus Christ, who said, my sheep will know my voice, and no other voice shall they follow. And I thank God today I can be found on a direction which is being directed by Jesus Christ. The devil will show up with his way, but his way doesn't count. His way doesn't matter to me. I'm already on my way, praise God, which has been certified, which has been prophesied, which has been given to us by God, which is a way which leadeth unto life, and there is no other way that makes a difference for me. I want I want the way, praise God, which will end up uh, in life. I want the way that will end up, praise God, where God has, where God has made the way for you and I. This is the difference today. Who has made the way that you're on? Think about that for a moment. Who is the way? Who has made the way that you're on? Is your way messed up? Because the prophet prophesied, he said, there shall be a way, it shall be a way of holiness. No wayfaring man is going to be on there. No beast. I'm on a good way, and his name is Jesus. I'm not on the wayside. I'm on the way. Hallelujah. There's a difference. Praise God. Say his name. His name is Jesus. Let me finish Joshua 1, verse 8, and then, then we can pray together. This book of the law shall not depart out of thy mouth, but thou shalt meditate therein day and night. Someone say day and night. That thou mayest observe to do according to all that is written therein. Someone say all. Always abounding. All that is written. Hallelujah. For then thou shalt make thy way prosperous. Well, maybe God just didn't, you know, God, that wasn't the will of God that... What I asked them for, it just never showed up. After all these years, maybe it just wasn't his will. Make your way prosperous. Serve God. Don't ask a mess. Don't make a mess with your, the way you ask for things. Don't make a mess. Don't ask a mess. Go to God through his word, through Christ. Make your way prosperous. And then thou shalt have good success. This is where consistency counts. This is where consistency makes a difference. 
and it's going to make a difference in your life. Hallelujah. You can jump into Romans chapter 4 where it says, I think it's the fourth chapter or the fifth chapter, speaking of Abraham, where it says, there's a man who did not stagger. Hallelujah. Another instance describing Abraham, it says that he was unwavering. Praise God. Didn't make much sense in the flesh. In Hebrews chapter 11, gives us this teaching. Abraham says, I'll do whatever you want me to do with my son Isaac, because I know that you said, in him shall my seed be. So I don't think whatever you need to do, even if he dies, you got to bring him back to life. In Hebrews chapter 11, read about, amen, the, the, father, the Bible says the father of our faith. The, 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 the man of God, and I'm, I'm used to Abraham, even this man of God that was, that received the promises of God, amen, God was able to speak his word and implement it into his life. Hallelujah. Amen. Abraham says, I'm not going to take no handouts from the king, lest the king says, I made thee rich. Rather, instead of taking a handout, he said, I'm going to take my tithe, which is 10%. He said, I'm going to take my tithe. I'm going to serve Melchizedek with it. And God will be glorified. Hallelujah. Because he is my substance. He is my sustenance. He is my God. Hallelujah. Praise God. The Lord that provideth. Jehovah Jireh. This is, the, this is who we serve today. And I want you, even at... Maybe if you're sitting there and you're 12 or 10 or 13 or 15 or 16 saying, uh, uh, you know, you have, maybe you haven't worked yet or you're studying or deciding what you want to do in life or to be in life or, and such. And you say, does, does that work for me? Yes, it works. God with you, that's all I have to say. God with you. Make sure that God is with you and then that's it. Who's... Who, what can be against you? Who can be against you? Hallelujah. Doesn't matter how old you are or have to be. How old was David when he went up against the lion protecting the sheep in the fields when he went up against the bear? How old was he when he went up against Goliath? How old was Jesus sitting in the synagogue? At the age of 12, and they were astonished saying, where does he get this from? 12 years old, he wasn't sounding like Sunday school. He was sounding like God in heaven. Word of God. Someone say word of God. At 12 years of age. Praise God. Hallelujah. Jesus said, what do we got to eat? Oh, we got nothing. That was Judas. Can't afford to feed these people. No, no, that's fine. What do we got to eat? So a young lad showed up, and a young lad had a few loaves and few fishes. That was just enough that Jesus needed to work with. Amen. He wasn't the deacon or the elder in the church. I mean, thank God for the deacons and thank God for the elders. This was just a young lad. Hallelujah. I don't know what kind of story he had to go see his mom saying, Mom, you know what happened today? 
He was able to take of his sustenance, and he gave it to Jesus. And he saw the miracle of multiplication take place right before his eyes. Hallelujah. Not sure of his exact age, but young is young. Amen. I'll get in on that. Praise God. Serve God like the young folks did. Scriptures. Know the word. Hallelujah. Let's not be, you know, stimmied or let's not be, you know, cut off by things that we have or, or, or things that have crept in. And I'll use the word that Jude used, like unawares. And then we're, we're, we're hindering or limiting is another words, King James words. The Holy One of Israel. It was God's people that limited God. God's not limited of and by himself. God is limited when we show up and we just have a small cup and say, fill it up. That's the best God can do. No, that's not the God that we serve. I don't serve a mediocre God. I don't serve a halfway God. I don't serve a God who's running out. I mean, I don't serve a God who's checking the reserves and the conserves and trying to figure out, saying, well, I got I to gotta be moderate or I got to hold back or I got to, you know, like the way, the way we're being told uh, in 2023 how to handle our finances or the substances that we have. Praise God. We serve a God of abundance. We serve a God that is true to his word. We serve a God that will not fail in anything that he has said, that he has given us through the promise of his word. Hallelujah. We just need to know, and you're going to know this by opening up the word of God. You begin to read, say, oh, there it is. I could use some of that promise in my life. Receive it, accept it, believe it. Don't waver, don't stagger. Hallelujah. Pray it, fast it, pray it some more, and begin to see God will make a way when there is no other way. This is how I want you to be blessed. Always abounding. Hallelujah. No time to sit back. These are desperate times. As far as the devil is concerned, this is what the Bible teaches us. Because he knows that the day is coming. His time is running out. He's up the ante. But I thank God we know him. We know our adversary. The Bible teaches us that. Be aware of your adversary. So I thank God that we can, we know his tricks. That's my word. The King James word is the wiles. And we do not have to fall prey to his whatever onslaught that he has. Young people, don't be fooled by this world. By what's in it and by who is in it. Hallelujah. What we have received today, count it. And I know I'm asking you to step out in faith because I was young once. And the world was offering things. And I know the world today, I know it's even more difficult for our young people. Don't forget to pray for our young people. Please, brothers and sisters, pray for our young people. Because even though, I mean, some of you can go back. Those of you who are my age, you can go all the way back and say, well, the, 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 we were offered the same thing, nicotine and drugs and perversion and sex and whatever that the world has to offer. And I, I know it's all the same thing. It's just the way it's being packaged today. 
in a more affluent way because of the lasciviousness or the looseness of our society that we live in today. So the young people, they, they have, their, they have their, their fight on their hands. But Jesus being the greater one, you're not going down in defeat. Hallelujah. Amen. And you don't have to try it. Because even in the church system, I have people within the church system, and I'm higher up, I mean like deacons, pastors. Well, you can drink a little bit. No, the devil is a liar. Everybody's drinking. No, everybody's not drinking, because this guy never drank alcohol. So now you're lying. So that just right there makes you a liar. Everybody's drinking. Well, no, they're not. Hallelujah. Praise God. So I know my sister, my sister walking through by me right here. Amen. No, I... I don't touch. I don't want that to touch my lips. See, everybody's not doing it. So the devil is a liar. Well, everybody's doing it. I may as well try it. No, don't touch it. Touch not, handle not, taste not. Oh, taste and see how the Lord is good. Even the substance that comes from this world, no good. It stinks. It rots. It destroys because it's all the underhandedness and deceivableness of the devil, of Satan, of Lucifer. To have this... Put this into your spirit, into your mind, into your heart, and your hands will stay clean. Your mouth will stay clean. Your mind will be clean. Your heart will be clean. Your soul will be clean. And God will honor. God will give you honor amongst men and amongst women. Hallelujah. Amen. They're honored when they sit there. When they, they're, when they offer me, they're, they're honored. They offer you. I never, no, I don't touch alcohol. Never? Never. Wouldn't know what it tastes like. Kind of know what it smells like. I've said this two, three times, and then I kind of lose my honor just because of my big mouth. But So I, I know what it smells like because I smell it on your breath, and I don't like it, so I don't drink it. So the little bit of honor that they're saying, you never drank it? And then I lose it when I turn it back on them and say, no. I'm going to have to smell the secondhand smoke and smell the alcohol breath and such. We don't have to do it because we have power to say no. We have power. God that makes us clean, he gave us power to stay clean. Always abounding. Hallelujah. I don't have to go into the world and lose my inheritance. Hallelujah. I thought maybe we'd get through the scriptures that I had, but I've been aiming for the past two weeks to get into Colossians chapter 1, but next week... We'll get into Colossians chapter 1. But God laid on my heart this week and what's going to follow when this, when this series is over. And um, I don't want you to miss that. It's something that I've never preached before. And on the man who lost his inheritance, and we're going to look at his life and what took place. And what happened? Because he lost the goodness of what he should have been able to hang on to. I want to pray in two minutes because we're going to pray together. We're all going to believe together. And I'm asking you this, even though I don't see you. I'm asking you that we're all going to believe and pray together for one another that we're not going to lose what we have received today. That we're going to be constant. We're going to go back. If you have to go to school tomorrow and make new friends, make new friends. Are you listening to me? 
Because friends with bad morals, bad influence, corrupt your good manners. And I know all of you, all the names that I read on this board, all the young people, some we haven't met yet. But some of you, you know me. We've ate together. We've set up equipment together. I know you. You know me. You have good manners. And we're, I'm going to pray in 60 seconds that your good manners stay good. That your godly manners stay godly. Let's stand. We're going to pray. 30 seconds. If you need to ask God for forgiveness, saying, God, you know what? Not as hot as I should be. Turn up that thermostat. I don't want to be touching things that are going to cool me down to lukewarm substance spewed out of your mouth. I'm going to pray today that that changes. Sit there and say, okay, God, what I heard today makes me hot, makes me hotter. It heats me up. Because I don't want to be your rejected or ejected from your mouth. Some of you, you've never prayed, you never asked God for forgiveness. Today, be it the day that you make your decision. Don't get up, don't leave the room, don't turn, don't change the dial, because I'm about to pray for you. So the past hour and a half, I've been yelling at you with a purpose, but now I'm going to pray. And I want you to appreciate that. Whatever decision you make, I want you to appreciate that someone is praying for you. Even if we've never met. But you know what? Maybe your husband is about to pray for you. Maybe your wife is about to pray for you. Husband that's lost. Needs to be sanctified. Children, mom and dad, their hands are up. They're going to pray for you. This is the day. Now is the time. This is the hour. Father in heaven, I thank God for the message which we have received. I thank you for your love that you have through Jesus Christ and the work which was wrought on Calvary for each and every one of us today. Lord, we need to be strong. We need to be steadfast. We need to be solid. We need to be anchored. We need to be immutable, unmovable, steadfast. Order the steps. I pray for young people, either coming, coming out of spring break and going back to school, or maybe this week is just spring break. Whatever, whatever the case, strengthen them. If it's spring break, more time for the Word of God daily in the Scriptures. Hallelujah. But Lord, I pray that there's nothing wavering in us. Praise God. Every step that we take, every foothold, is, it will, it's going to be strong, sure. In such a way that it doesn't matter how strong, violent, how tempestuous the winds may be. In Jesus' name, peace. Be still right now. All the temptations, the influences in the lives of my young brothers and sisters... In Jesus' name, every, listening to me, the names on the board, dozen names plus, they're not even in their 20s yet. Peace. The consolation will be strong by your Holy Ghost in them 
right now in Jesus' name. Praise God. They will have a comfort not coming from this world. They will have a peace that they're making the right decision, that it is Christ and him crucified in their life as of today from this day forward. Lord, I thank God for this message which we receive that gives us strength, that gives us power to endure unto the end, and we are not going to waver. Lord, I pray that this shall not depart from our lips. It shall not depart from our heart. It shall not depart from our mind because we're meditating on it. And I thank God that we're not just readers, we're not just hearers, but we are doers in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. My young brother, be a doer. Be strong in the Lord. Be reconciled unto God. Hallelujah. Praise God. Be what God wants you to be in Jesus' name. It can be done and it will be done. My young sister, the same thing in your life. Praise God. My young sisters and my young brothers, as I pray for you, in Jesus' name. Lord, I thank God for these two words that we read today. Always abounding. That there be nothing else in our lives but this abundance. Always. That we may be standing under the windows of heaven that are opened. There's not enough room to receive your word, your doctrine, your spirit, your baptism. The blessings, whatever we need in our life. Study hard, good marks in school. Diploma, whatever we need at work, our jobs, our businesses, in Jesus' name. Some of us, we, we have employees. They're going to be good employees. In the name of Jesus, praise God. Lord, I bless every one of my brothers and sisters listening today, in Jesus' name. With these two words that we read, always abounding. Nothing short, nothing lacking. I thank God today for your word. You said it, we hold you to it. And it is done. I call it done. In Jesus' name I pray. Keep your hands up and thank God for this. Amen and amen. Praise God. At home, say thank, say thank you, Jesus. Young people say thank you. If someone's making a decision for the first time, they're making this commitment, they're deciding, saying, Lord, be merciful unto me, a sinner. Forgive them of their sins and trespasses. That Jesus comes into their life, that they receive him, and they receive the power to be a son or a daughter of God, children of God today, in Jesus' name. If you've made that decision, I'm so thankful that I prayed for you. It's the best decision that you have made. Life starts now in Jesus Christ. The life which he has come to give us, that life is in you. From this day forward, you've made the right decision, the best decision, a good decision, a godly decision. Hallelujah. For each and every one of us, let's not waver. Let's not stagger. Let's make consistency count. Read the word of God daily. Quote it, repeat it, live it, meditate on it day and, day and night. It makes a difference. Make God count in your life through his word. That's my prayer. That's what I want to see in your lives, this abundance 
always abounding. Someone say always. Praise God. I'm going home tonight with that always. Praise God. And always means always. Praise God. So tomorrow, the day after, next month, next year, until Jesus comes, always, always, always. Praise God. Thank God for the always in your life from this day forward. You're listening to That's the Truth? Okay. Uh, we'll get to, oh, yeah, and I got a prayer list behind me. Thanks for reminding me. You're listening to That's the Truth, but it's not over. We're about to pray. Baby Zion, in Jesus' name, I pray the Spirit of God. Amen. The Spirit of the Lord be upon him right now from the top of his head to the soles of his little feet. In Jesus' name, whatever the symptoms are, whatever it is, in Jesus' name, be healed. In Jesus' name. Praise God. Zion has the victory. In Jesus' name. Zion's blessed because holy mom and dad, holy grandpa and grandma, and a holy great-grandpa. Sorry, my brother and my sister. And great-grandma. Or great nanny and great nanny poppy. Great nanny and poppy. So Zion's blessed. Timothy was third generation. Zion, fourth generation. Zion, be healed, my brother. In Jesus' name, the word of God is there for you. We'll put it to work as we pray for you. Praise God. Pray for my brother Sean as well. Whatever symptoms that are taking place in his body, they're out in Jesus' name. Devil, you are rejected. You flee right now. Praying for Rory as well, even that he accepts uh, Jesus Christ into his life. It's not just the healing, but the salvation of his soul in Jesus' name. Take away the misery that he is suffering under and replace it with the joy of the Lord, which will be his strength. Praise God. Anyone else? Whatever it is, your hands are up saying, thank you, Jesus. I receive my healing right now by the stripes of Jesus Christ. Be healed. In Jesus' name, be blessed, be reconciled, be steadfast, be healed. Praise God. Just be what God wants you to be through his word. Get to know God. Fall in love with the Bible. The more you read, the more you get to know God. The more you know God, the more you know his will. Praise God. Thank you so much for listening. I appreciate your patience. Praise God. We're going to see you next time. My name is Lincoln. You're listening to That's the Truth. Praise God. Be blessed. In Jesus' name, praise God. Hallelujah. Let's give him all the praise and all the glory. Hallelujah. Amen. And amen. Praise God. I love you. Till next time, be blessed. Praise God. Amen. Well, I trust the word of God has blessed you today. God has given us a generous portion of our daily bread. All the glory be unto God. Someone say, thank you, Jesus. Remember, you can see the video and audio files of this teaching on our YouTube channel, That's the Truth, as well as our Facebook page, Linked with God. Please share these links with your friends and family so that they too can be blessed. This is how you can help me preach the gospel of Christ, salvation for this generation. Stay tuned. There's a lot more of the word of God coming right up. My name is Lincoln, and you're listening to That's the Truth.